1: Hello and welcome to Newsmax Daily for Thursday, February 23rd, 2023, the 54th day of the year. And one of those rare days that doesn't represent some kind of food, drink, business, or cultural event. Although it is the second day of Lent and a severe weather day in many areas of the country.
2: We have big tractor trailers full of water. I think you're going to have plenty of water for a long time, maybe. Trump water, actually, most of it. Uh, Some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water.
1: That's former President Donald Trump in East Palestine, Ohio, on Wednesday. By now, you likely know that's the community impacted by a massive toxic train derailment and a community that has become a political talking point while residents suffer and wait for answers. We have
2: told you loud and clear you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we... We'll stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. We'll have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly.
1: Yesterday and today, some in Washington and some in the media actually making snarky comments about the water being Trump water. Washington is actually that pity to criticize the water being Trump water. Do you think those poor people give a crap what the heck it says on the bottle or where it came from? You just can't make this stuff up when it comes to Washington. We get more from former Congressman and CEO of Trump Media and Technology, Devin Nunes, who spoke with Newsmax's American Agenda.
0: Devin, what stood out to to me was uh, when uh, the former president started speaking, he specifically said, you are not forgotten. And I think that is, those are such powerful words to not just the residents of East Palestine at this point, but to Americans in general.
3: Well, I'll tell you this, too. One of the things that struck out to me was the discussion of President Trump talking about getting the, the Trump water from all of his hotels. And look, you know, I might have thought and I think normal people think, oh, maybe that's just President Trump, you know, just saying that. And maybe he got some tr- some water bottles with Trump on them. Well, I can tell you this because I was at Mar-a-Lago on Sunday morning uh, for, for a meeting and talked to the head of the of kind of the operations there. And he told me that, that he got this call from President Trump the night before and told him to get every single bottle of water that you have on the property, we're taking it to Ohio. Now, what struck me from that, and I think what struck me, this was, you know, former president of the United States, a presidential candidate calling personally to all of his places to grab all the water that they can. He wasn't having staff do it. He wasn't having some management do it. He was making the calls himself. And so it's like I kind of said earlier, And I agree with what Mark said. I mean, yes, this is a great political opportunity, but this is the Biden administration that allowed this to happen. And like I said earlier, this is, if you do the right thing for the right reasons, I think good things happen. And the fact that nobody from the Biden administration went out there for nearly three weeks is really unexplainable. And then to make the mistake of going over to Ukraine when people don't understand the whole purpose of what's going on there and people don't understand why are you not trying to bring Russia and Ukraine together to try to solve this before we get ourselves in even deeper. I think the contrast, um, you know, and I'm trying to be unbiased here and just give you kind of my personal perception of being in politics. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this is re- looks really bad for the Biden administration.
1: Again, that's former California Congressman Devin Nunes, and here's what a resident said about it.
2: I think it's amazing that he's here. I think it will give East Palestine a peace of mind and hope that somebody cares.
1: If you went to bed early, Donald Trump Jr., who traveled to Ohio with his father, appeared on Prime News and had plenty to say about the Biden administration.
3: So your old man goes in, buys everybody Big Macs, pallets of water with uh, your buddy from Blue Line moving. J.D. Vance is there. Where was Joe? Apparently, Joe's still in Ukraine, giving away
4: trillions of your hard-earned taxpayer dollars to corrupt uh, oligarchs and regimes and the military-industrial complex, Carl. You know, I I made a joke on Twitter the other day, like, hey, Joe's finally going to East Palestine. I'm just kidding. He doesn't give a crap. He couldn't care less. You can see that. Pete Buttigieg, you saw in the clip earlier, he's taking some personal time because, you know, 19 days isn't enough time. Plus the time he spent chest feeding while we were in the midst of a supply chain crisis and 350 million Americans (laughs) were depending on him to do his damn job. But there is no accountability. There's not even expectation of these guys doing their jobs. You know, Pete has no business in that position. But, you know, he's the guy that had no business running. For president, but they let him do that because he was gay and they check off a box uh, and then he didn't win. So, but, well, he's the gay guy, so we got to give him something. Let's make him transportation secretary. What does he know about it? Nothing. His failure after failure after failure are truly affecting the American people. And once FEMA and him and Joe Biden and the rest of the administration decided they weren't going to do anything, my father decided to step up he announced that he was going and then magically like four hours later fema says on second thought we've we've given it a little bit more look and even though we wrote a one-page letter describing why we were going to do absolutely jack nothing uh all of a sudden we've changed their minds you know it takes a real leader to get people to do things and honestly uh carl today was it was trump at his best i mean you know people it was 32 degrees freezing rain uh, crowds of people came out to see, you know, their president, Donald Trump, and uh, and see action and see leadership. Uh, it, it was just incredible, man. It was just yeah. these are the this is why he did it. Well, hey. these people are why he did it to begin with, Carl. I can assure you, it's a lot easier to sit back at Mar-a-Lago and play golf and travel around to nice, warm, sunny places on Trump Force One. Uh, but he did it for these people. And this is why he's still doing it.
1: Don Jr. on Prime News with Jen Pellegrino. Catch it weeknights at 9 o'clock Eastern. As you would guess, Don Jr. getting a lot of heat today for some of the comments he made in that appearance last night. President Biden, by the way, did return from Poland and Ukraine last night. And Don Jr. is correct that Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is now visiting Ohio today. The White House and Buttigieg said he was waiting to go to stay out of the way and not be a distraction to the ntsb investigation and while that may make some sense the derailment happened on february 3rd 20 days ago meanwhile epa administrator michael regan has been there for days because it's an environmental disaster And former President Trump is, of course, hoping to be president again. We already know former South Carolina governor and U.S. ambassador to the Trump administration, Nikki Haley, is going to challenge Trump. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott quietly made a trip to Ohio on Wednesday with a message of a new American sunrise, whatever that means, as he mulls a potential presidential bid. And then another multimillionaire business executive announced his counterviction. To see. Today, I am announcing my run for president of the United States. This isn't just a
0: political campaign. This is a cultural movement to create a new American dream for the next generation.
2: Uh, the multimillionaire entrepreneur and former biotech executive and hedge fund partner announcing his candidacy for president, Vivek Ramaswamy. You may recognize Vivek from this show. He's been on the show before many times, and he's made a name for himself, not just in the business world, but also in the political arena. He's made a point, unlike many others, to challenge corporate America's efforts to advance woke politics or social causes, and yes, even targeting the ESG movement. The presidential field is getting a bit more crowded. First, Nikki Haley, then there's continued speculation for Ron DeSantis. We shall see. And of course, Donald Trump himself. But now, how will Vivek distinguish himself and what his vision is for America? Well, let's ask him himself. Joining me now to answer that question is Republican presidential candidate and author of Volk Inc., Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, sounds pretty good, huh? Presidential candidate. You must be pretty excited about all this.
0: I'm excited about Eric, but I'm staying true to my reason for doing this, okay, which is that we're in the middle of a national identity crisis in this country where faith, patriotism, hard work, these things have disappeared, and we see these new secular religions in America, wokeism, climatism, COVIDism, gender ideology filling the void instead. I think that presents a historic opportunity for the conservative movement in this country to fill that vacuum of identity with something so meaningful that it dilutes these woke agendas to irrelevance. We lack a good answer to the question of what it means to be an American today. And I am running for president to deliver an answer to that question with the principles that set this nation into motion 250 years ago. And I'm not channeling somebody else's agenda. As you well know, this is an agenda and a vision that I have developed myself over the last three years. And I'm looking forward to sharing with the country.
2: And, and, and you, you hit on something that was literally going to be my first question. You know, Trump came in, he was the disruptor, disruptor in 2016. He was the businessman. He was the outsider. He was the, the, the guy who was going to come in and, and, and drain the swamp. You have some of the same credentials. Tell us the difference between Vivek Ramaswamy and Donald Trump 2016.
0: Well, actually, I see a lot of similarities to Donald Trump 2016. And if I'm going to be really honest with you, if he hadn't done what he did, I'm going to give him full credit here I probably wouldn't even have thought about doing this in a serious
1: way. That's brand new GOP presidential candidate Ramswamy on the balance with Eric Bowling. another must-watch primetime show on Newsmax. That's weeknights at 8 o'clock Eastern. So with 19, 20 months or so to go, the 2024 presidential race is heating up quite a bit, at least on the Republican side. I'll go on record right now, as far as President Biden goes, I do not believe that he is going to run for re-election. I think he and the Democrats will stretch it out for as long as they possibly can, and then will ultimately say that he and Jill have decided not to run. And then all heck will break loose on the Democratic side. I mean, all heck as far as Democratic candidates wanting to get the nomination. Outside of politics, there's a story trending from Las Vegas about a man experiencing cardiac arrest who later died, slumped over a blackjack table at the beautiful Wynn Resort for more than 20 minutes while the dealer continued to deal cards to another player. This all according to a wrongful death lawsuit filed by his family this week. Wednesday's National Report took a look at the case with criminal defense attorney Brian Silber. I mean, come on, really think about this. You're sitting at a blackjack table, and the person next to you is suffering a medical emergency. I've been to Vegas. I've been very drunk. They said he was convulsing. And the dealer and the other guy playing just kept on playing. It's amazing.
5: This is a question of what was the casino's duty. Generally speaking, uh, a person does not have a duty uh, to render aid. And even if you do, you, you actually assume some liability uh, on your own you know, in the event that you actually cause harm to the person in your effort to help them. Um, But I think when a person goes to a casino as a guest, especially one as wonderful as the win, I mean, it's a very high-end place. uh, You expect certain things. Uh, Security is one of them. You know, I expect that my door will lock on my hotel room. Uh, I expect there will be protection from fire. There will be smoke alarms. Uh, and I also expect if I'm having a medical emergency, uh, there'll be someone there to help me. Now, here's the issue I-, I am sure at the casino, they have people slumped over at the tables probably every night. You know, people get drunk, uh, they're partying late. The casino is certainly open for operation 24 hours a day. Uh, and frankly, I think they probably just thought he was another guy who maybe drank too much. Uh, but I think that's insufficient. If a person is slumped over and passed out a casino employee should nudge that person and check on him make sure he's okay Uh, and it seems like they didn't do that in this case and i think that's why Uh, There's a question here and they might actually have some liability on their part. Interesting. Yeah, uh, you would you would assume at some point, even if you're slumped over after too many cocktails, that someone's going to come and either way, uh, ask
1: you to leave or ask someone with you to assist you to get back to your room or wherever your destination may be. That is absolutely amazing. There is also a thing called compassion, common courtesy, the value of human life, which just continues to go away. I cannot finish today's edition without noting the disgusting, sad, and senseless loss of life that took place yesterday here in my hometown of Orlando, Florida. You can expect to hear a lot more about this today. Five people shot over the course of several hours two women, two men, and a nine year old child who died. One of the women died and one of the two men died, a young TV journalist from Spectrum News 13 here in Orlando. The other man shot was his cameraman, critically injured for me and all of us in the news business. These are our colleagues, our friends just doing their jobs, shot while covering a story, shot at work. Unless you are in the law enforcement business or the military, most people don't think they're going to go to work and get shot or killed. A 20-year-old woman, a 9-year-old child. The shooter, a 19-year-old who already had a pretty long record. The crime is out of control. I'm Tony Marino. Don't forget, if you are not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems, as well as platforms like Roku, Amazon, Pluto, and Apple. If you have AT&T or another provider that doesn't carry Newsmax, call them up, tell them you want Newsmax TV, or you'll switch to another provider. And be sure to get the Newsmax app so you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. Check out all the great Newsmax podcasts i'll see you back here tomorrow in the meantime keep fighting the good fight
2: we have told you loud and clear you are not forgotten
1: news breaks every minute every day you need the app the newsmax app find it free on your smartphone store then watch us anytime anywhere